Hi, welcome to Yell at Your Fat, a lighthearted show devoted to lightening up, both figuratively and literally. My name is Wendy. This is episode one of 139. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, how is everybody out there? This is a show about everything to do with losing weight, getting fit, getting healthy, and keeping that weight off. Uh, I have a really happy-go-lucky type attitude. I always find the easiest and I don't know if funnest is a word, (laughs) but I find the funnest way to do things. And I have compiled a lot of tips and ideas and suggestions. And I just decided that every time I'm talking to somebody about, you know, losing weight and everything, they always say, oh, you should tell somebody about that. You should write that down. You should do a show. And so I said, hey, you know what? I'm kind of tech savvy and uh, maybe I might just do, you know, a show. Maybe I might just do a little audio show about how I lost this weight that I lost and I'm going to tell you guys about and um, just some suggestions for you folks out there who are struggling with the same thing. So I should probably at this point say, uh, just for the record, that I'm not a licensed dietitian or physician or nutritionist or psychologist or anything like that. Uh, I am a licensed driver should any of you need to know that. But um, basically, I'm just, a, I'm just a girl sitting in a chair and I'm talking into a microphone. And I have some information that I think might be helpful to a lot of people and I decided to share it. Um, I know that this seems like a never-ending uphill battle, the battle of losing weight and keeping it off. And I just have so many things that I want to say and I'm going to use the next several months to say it. And I'd like you you know, if you're willing to just consult with whoever you want, whoever you trust, and then make your own choice as to whether or not you'd like to give some of my suggestions a try. Okay. And now I want to start out with my story. And I've got a lot of stories, (laughs) as you'll find. Uh, But this story is my aha moment story, my weight loss story, my reason for losing weight story. I guess I should probably just say in a nutshell that about two and a half years ago at this time, I was 328 pounds. Um, Today, I'm 189 pounds. So I've lost a total of 139 pounds and um, my goal weight is 160. So I'm just shy of 30 pounds. So I still got a little ways to go. But basically what happened to me was here I was living my life 328 pounds and I really didn't notice that I was that overweight I'm I'm 5'9 so I kind of hid a little of the weight you know I I say I hid a little of the weight I I felt like I hid a little of the weight Um, but I was just at you know a normal doctor's appointment I'm having a yearly physical and the doctor um, came up to me I was actually even before the exam after she had just seen my weight you know how the nurse comes in and does your weight and your blood pressure and things and she said Wendy uh, I'm worried about you Um, I don't want you to stroke out on me and I'm like what do you mean stroke out I I didn't even know what that meant stroke out I'd never heard that the words used like that stroke out and she goes, you could have a stroke. You're, you're seriously overweight. You're seriously risking your health with your weight. And I was like, oh my God, what? You know, I, what? I mean, I knew I was overweight, but, you know, risking my health, having a stroke, what, what, you know? So I remember leaving that office and being very, very, you know, motivated and focused on what, you know, 
this new goal that I had, which was to not die, basically. And I remember going out and uh, walking and trying to cut down on what I was eating. And it seemed like for about four or five days, everything was great. I was really focused and motivated. Everybody around me was really supportive. And then I just kind of stopped thinking about it. I just, it just slipped away. You know, it's something that if it's not right in front of you, sometimes you forget about it. I just kind of lost that ping of pain and fear that I got in my stomach when the doctor told me that, that I may die. So it was, it was probably, I'm saying, I want to guess one week later after my doctor's appointment, I had an opportunity to take my dad for his 70th birthday to a Seattle Seahawks game, uh, go Hawks, uh, out here in Arizona. And I took him out there and it was just he and I, and we were standing outside waiting for, you know, the gates to open for us to go in. And I was standing there and all of a sudden I hear this man scream, help, help, somebody help, help. He's dying, help. And I turned around and there was this man who was obviously choking. And I have never ever, I don't know if any of you have ever seen this, but I have never seen somebody blue. But this man was literally blue. His face was blue. It was the craziest thing. And his eyes were wide and they were watery. And he had half a hot dog in his hand and a Coke, a can of Coke on the, on the ground. And his friend was just in a panic looking around, not, not doing anything. And as I said before, I am not a licensed physician or anything like that, but I, I was just, you know, moved. I just moved. I just, my legs were just going and I ran to him such as it was at 328 pounds, but I ran to this man and uh, I asked him if he could breathe. He said, no, he was shaking his head. He didn't say anything. He just shook his head and his eyes were just, I mean, I'll never forget it. And so I did my best. I went behind him and I reached around him and he was a large man and I was a a large person, obviously. So I just tried my best to give him the Heimlich. And I remember thrusting up the first time and then nothing happened. And the second time he vomited and I just remember slapping him on the back really, really hard (laughs) a couple of times, but we cleared it. it. It came out. It was a piece of hot dog and it, and it came out. And I just remember sitting there and because I, I actually just kind of collapsed a little bit, you know, onto this chair that they had brought out for one for him and one for me, actually, because we were both in need to sitting down at that point. Um, but anyway, um, I just remember sitting there just with this surreal moment. And um, his name was Bob. I asked him what his name was. His name was Bob. And hi, Bob, if you're listening. Um the, the, the basic part of it is, though, the rest of the day, I w- it was a fog. I have no idea if the Seahawks won. I have no idea uh, anything. I don't even know who was playing. But uh, later that evening, I was in the, re- in the uh, hotel, and I just kind of had this epiphany where I just realized, listen, I just did something extraordinary. I just saved somebody's life. And why, why is it that I wouldn't give myself that same courtesy? I mean, I was, I was given the opportunity to save my own life and I let it slip away. I I forgot about it. It dulled, it, it softened in my head. Yet a stranger that I didn't even know uh, doing a procedure that I'd never done before. Um, it was so easy. I didn't even have to think about it. I just ran to this man and tried to save his life. 
So it just really, really hit me very, very hard that evening. And I remember doing a lot of just soul searching and, and crying and, you know, what is my life for, you know, about? And, and I just kind of figured that this may be a second chance, that, that maybe somebody out there set this up in the greater scheme of my life that I could run into this man, Bob, and saving his life could in turn save my life because the very next day is when I started my journey into um, you know, losing weight and, and, and living a healthy life. So for the most part, these episodes um, that I'll be recording are just going to flow out of me. It, it's just going to be me here talking to you about how I lost and, and actually I'm still losing this weight and just telling you stories that you can hopefully apply to your own lives and uh, draw some conclusions about weight loss and health, you know, for yourselves. And I'm going to have a lot of tips and a lot of talking and a lot of helping. And I also plan on doing some interviews. I, I know some really neat people. I know some people who have never had to lose weight before. I know some people who are constantly trying to lose weight. I know some people who are in just various industries, um, health-related industries, and just normal, everyday people that I'm going to be talking with over the coming weeks and getting their information and, and doing some interviews for you. Uh, also, my sweet daddy has agreed to do my Stuff That Rocks segment, uh, which is a segment that I'm going to devote to highlighting one product or tip that I feel directly helped me lose the weight. And there are a lot of them. I, I find new ones every day and I think, you know what? That was a significant thing for me. That Just learning about that product out there, just eating that one thing, I think contributed to me losing at least, you know, 2% or 5% of my weight, whatever it is. Uh, but there's a lot of products out there and a lot of people just don't know about them. And so I'm going to be your, you know, the person on the inside that's going to tell you, here's something that you may have not thought about, but try it. So here's an example of stuff that rocks. I like it a lot. Have you ever had a blueberry muffin? You know, they're really good for you. Uh, the part that's good is the, the blueberry part. And uh, we always like to keep some of our blueberries frozen because it makes them really juicy and nasty when they're frozen. Yeah, and uh, because they are so good and they are so good for you. Blueberries are very, very nutritious very good for your health and good for your heart and uh, it's only been researched and found to be by cancer so uh, this stuff is uh, gluten free Okay, he he is so cute, and all of the crinkling that you heard in the background—it it was really really funny because I asked him to come over and record some things for me, and. 
basically what I did was I just threw a package of something in front of him and he was he was looking at it and, and didn't even know what it was until right right before we started recording. So it was it was really cute. The, all the crinkles was the the package of blueberries. And so um, thank you, Daddy, for doing that. Um, no, seriously, blueberries and other berries are one of the things that I probably eat every single day. And especially frozen blueberries because they keep forever and, you know, you don't have to worry about them getting, you know, all rotten in your fridge because you like put something in front of it. You know how you do that. Like you stick something in front of something else and then you're like, you know, I thought I had some blueberries. I guess I didn't have any blueberries. I must have eaten them. What happened to those? And then all of a sudden you like get the smell or there's this weird yellowy substance that just kind of seeps to the front of the fridge or something. And then you find this, you know, furry, you know, container of blueberries. So, um, I really, I do prefer the frozen ones, though I'm sure you lose a little bit of the vitamins when you do freeze them, but I, I do prefer them frozen for that reason. Um, they don't take up very much space at all in the freezer, too, so that's really handy. And it's just really convenient to grab a handful of them as I'm walking out the door or something. And, and one more quick thing about blueberries, that there are 70 calories in an entire cup of blueberries, and that's, that's a lot of blueberries. So one large handful is about a quarter of that. And of course, there's no fat in them, and they're loaded with essential vitamins and nutrients. And you can use them in a lot of things, especially the frozen ones, um, in smoothies, on cereal. You can swirl them in yogurt. You can mix them with fresh granola. I know it sounds really healthy, but it's true. And they, you really do acquire a taste for them. If you start eating things that are good for you, you start craving things that are good for you. And it just continues in this cycle and before you know it you're you're eating healthy and you're feeling healthy and you're craving the healthy food so um and as my dad says um have a blueberry bub and if you start to replace a sugary snack um that you normally have a lot like let's maybe a candy bar from a machine at the office or or a muffin you know from the coffee shop on your way to work if you can start replacing just one of those you know, candy bars or, or muffins or cookies or something with a healthy snack, like a handful of blueberries, the calories that you save are just amazing. I mean, even if you just replace a handful of blueberries for a candy bar every day for just one week, you're saving more than a half a pound of calories. It's like 1800 calories and over a hundred grams of fat that won't go into your body just for the simple fact of you making that one choice. Um, Here's something. This is really, really interesting. If you eat 250 fewer calories a day, you'll drop five pounds in two months. So I'll say that again. If you eat 250 fewer calories a day, you'll drop five pounds in two months. So, you know, 250 calories, that, that is, in my mind, I mean, I'm, I'm all about candy and sweets. That's a, that's a candy bar. That's uh, butter on your vegetables. You know, that's, that's an extra bowl of cereal. You know, if you're like, oh, I'm one of those kind of cereal eaters where you, you eat the sugary cereal, you know, everybody knows one of those people. <laughs> um, and you're like, oh, I'll just have one more bowl. That Just cutting that out, if you do that once a day, just cut that one little bit of your day out and replace it with something like a handful of blueberries, you will lose five pounds in two months. I, now, I said earlier that 
I'm going to be doing 139 episodes. That's because I want to do one for each of the pounds that I have lost. It's kind of a symbolic gesture to really amplify for myself how far I've come. And also, I think I'm going to need that amount of time to give you all the information that I've acquired and get you the help that you all need to get to your goal weights and your your goal sizes at a reasonable pace. I think that is one of the key downfalls of diets around um, is that they try and go too fast and people get discouraged so quickly. And that has been my life story is just a, a life of weight problem and discouragement. And so I really think that the, it's very, very important to set a reasonable pace. And so these 139 episodes will help to pace you correctly. Now, I know you don't have, if you don't have 139 pounds to lose, you know, you still listen, keep listening, you know, don't just stop at pound, you know, episode 24, if you've lost 24 pounds, keep listening. Um, because I'm going to have a lot of things, a lot of ideas on helping keep the weight off, um, as well. And also, as I mentioned before, I still have about 30 pounds that I'd like to lose. So if everything goes well, there'll be another 30 bonus episodes, which will do crazy, funny, wonderful things in, in those episodes. I think I should probably state at this point that I am vegan and um, most people know what that means. Some people don't. It it just simply means that I only eat plant-based foods and hold on a second before you turn off your iPod and say, oh man, I don't want to get diet tips from some chick that only eats granola and sprouts. Um, Please, please, please hear me out. Now, the first thing is Incidentally, I do love granola and sprouts. <laughs> I really do. I love both. Those are like two of my favorite foods. <laughs> so silly. I also have a picture of me hugging a tree, actually. <laughs> so anyway, but no, that is the first thing. The second thing is that being vegan is very important to me. It, it, it's a moral and emotional and health-related decision that I have made for myself. But I want to assure you that I'm not preachy or high horsey about it at all. I, 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 I really try and put things into perspective. I understand that a lot of people are really hesitant to try new things and they're hesitant, uh, you know, just to, to be receiving information about veganism. So that's not what this, epi- this uh, show is about. It's not about veganism, though the food choices and the product choices that I give you will be vegan. And, and it's basically just because the vegan, the plant-based foods inherently are lower in calorie. They are lower in fat. They are more healthy and they're more, you know, uh, in, in tune with my goal of losing weight and keeping it off. So, and, and they will be for you as well. And, and also, you know, uh, the, the health risks and stuff that go along with, with eating a high fat, high cholesterol diet is just not good. I mean, there's cancers and diabetes out there. I, I'm going to talk more about this in a later episode, but if you want more information like right now about how what you eat can affect your health, just visit um, www.cancerproject.org and then just click on the diet and cancer research link. And they have a lot of information about how moving to more of a plant-based diet or just changing, making some simple decisions and choices and just omitting certain meals, um, certain meats and certain things slowly from your diet can help your 
overall health. So I encourage you to visit that. I will be talking, of course, about that later. But just just to be clear about um, the, the vegan topic, I am vegan. It will come out just like I am a girl. And you can probably tell that right now by talking, hearing my voice. Um, so it's just who I am. It's just what I do. And um, it will come out in bits and pieces. But this is uh, not intended to be any anything other than a weight loss episode. So just wanted you to know that. I still eat very, quote, normal food. A lot of people, you know, when, when they find out that, um, that I eat completely plant-based foods, they think, oh my gosh, what is this girl eating? You know, wonder she's losing weight. Oh my gosh, you know, I could never live without my cheese. I couldn't live without my butter. I couldn't, you know, I can't live without my chicken. And I do eat very, very normal foods. I eat, I eat bread, I eat beans, I eat potatoes. I eat, I mean, I just had a tostada for lunch. Um, this morning I had a, a bagel with peanut butter and jelly on it. I mean, I, I think I'm pretty normal. I, eat, I do eat vegetables and fruits and nuts and seeds. I eat desserts of all sorts and kinds. I eat oatmeal. I eat cereal. Cereal is one of my favorite foods. I, I eat a lot of soy products like soy yogurt, soy ice cream, soy meats, and soy milk. And th- like I said, they're all lower in fat and calories than their dairy and meat-based alternatives. So that is a, a, a big proponent of mine of, of choosing a plant-based diet is it is very, very healthy. Um, I think if you give some of these foods a try, you might be hesitant at first, but if you give some of the foods a try, I think you might realize that it will expedite your weight loss. It, it really does. And it, and it, I don't, you know, like I said, I'm not a doctor. I have no idea why or how it all works together. I just know that my body seems to process um, vegetables and, and plant-based foods so much better. And it is so much easier for me to lose weight now. So I just wanted to say that. And, and, you know, the stuff is really, really good. I mean, there's the soy ice cream out there. I mean, holy cow, it is so, so good. And yes, I can still eat soy ice cream and lose weight. You know, the main reason is, is that you can have twice the amount of soy ice cream as you can regular dairy-based ice cream. Same amount of calories, same amount of fat, twice as much. Hello. I love that. Okay. I think now at this point, and I probably should have done this earlier, but I should probably explain the title of the show. It's called Yell at Your Fat. Now, and you're probably wondering, why would someone choose a title like that? You know, it's like, hello, ex-nay on the at Um, <laughs> That's a bad word. Uh, I, I will refer to the word fat many, 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 many times in these podcasts. And I know it's a very sensitive word. And a lot of us know from experience that it can certainly be construed as an insult, you know, if it's used the wrong way. Because uh, if I had a dollar for every time that somebody either verbally referred to me as fat or thought of me as fat, I would be so a millionaire right now. Um, but I refer to fat as the actual substance or material that it is, the actual fat on somebody's body, not the person that is holding it at the time. Does that make sense? It, I. You know, I looked it up in the, in the dictionary. Actually, I went to dictionary.com and it was so amazing to me. There are 22 definitions for fat and the one I wanted, the actual definition for body fat, which is any of several white or yellowish greasy substances forming the chief part of adipose tissue of animals 
was definition number 16. And I bet you all know what the first definition was. Having too much flabby tissue, corpulent, obese, a fat person. I just think that's really amazing to me. I don't, it's probably just a, a moot point at this point. But, you know, as far as our society goes and how we view people uh, and what how we refer to people, I, you know, it's, it's very, very offensive. And I just want everybody to know that <clears throat> when I refer to the word fat, I'm referring to the substance that it is, not to the person being fat, just the fat, my fat, your fat, what it is, is just fat. And typically, I'll do this towards the, the beginning of the show, but um, right now I just want to take a few seconds and do something totally crazy and bizarre. So I'm just going to spend about five seconds um, yelling at my fat. Okay, there it goes. Fat! I hate you, fat! I hate how you sit on my legs and you make my legs rub together and then I get a rash on my legs and then I can't walk. I hate how you jiggle all around. I hate how you make me go slow up the stairs. I hate how you make me pant really hard when I'm trying to walk. I hate you! That totally feels better. <laughs> I... I, I'm not kidding. It, it, you know, if you stick with me for 139 episodes, and I hope you do, you'll more than likely be sitting in a quiet room or driving down the road listening to me, and then you'll be yelling at your fat too. And then there'll be somebody at a stoplight next to you on their cell phone, you know, like talking to someone saying, uh, like, I am sitting here watching this chick yell at her fat. No, I'm totally not kidding you. She is yelling in her stomach right now. I can totally see it. <laughs> But there's a difference between being sad and yelling. And, and, and I, I know I know I wasn't totally yelling, but I, I'm, just, I'm just talking about that frustration that you feel about the fat, targeted towards the fat, not to yourself. And, and just take a look at it for what it is and change your perspective on fat. You're just holding the fat right now. It, it, it doesn't have to be there forever. You're just holding onto it right now. And it's okay to hate your fat and yell at it. You, you just don't need to be depressed about it. You just need to start reacting differently regarding your fat. And, and it's, a, it's a good way to put things into perspective. And that's what this particular show is all about. You are not your fat. You are not your fat. You're not that white or yellowish greasy substance. You know what I'm saying? You are not your fat. You are not fat. You are just somebody that needs to lose weight and live a healthier lifestyle. Fat is fat. That's why they call it fat. But you are not your fat. You are not fat. So just try and hold on to that for me. I have an interesting little story to tell you about this lady that I used to know. Her name's Holly. I was working with this gal and uh, she was the sweetest, most upbeat, happy-go-lucky type person that I had worked with actually for, you know, for many, many years. And one time she came into work and she was so sad. And she, I mean, literally, I mean, horribly sad. I've never seen anybody like, it was like, oh, something horrible has happened. And I said, Holly, Holly, what is it? What is the matter? And she was just uncontrollably just crying. And I said, okay, hold on. And I I went to the front and I locked the door and I put a little note that said back in 15 minutes and we went to the back in the office and we sat down and I looked at her and I said, tell me what it is. 
and she reached up into her mouth and grabbed one of her front teeth and pulled it out. And apparently it was a fake tooth. Um, and she just pulled it out and she, you know, showed me her tooth and she said, this, this is the problem. This is why I'm crying. And she was just a mess. And I looked at her and I looked at her tooth and I said, what, this, this is a tooth. I mean, a, 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 a fake tooth that I didn't even know was fake. You know what? And so it, it all, we talked and talked about it. And she had mentioned that she was going to go to the dentist. She had a pain in her tooth and, and she wanted to find out what was going on. And it turns out in, in the week that it took for me to see her again, that she had had a procedure done where they removed her tooth and they replaced it with a very good replacement, which I did not even notice after looking with, at this woman's face for probably two years never noticed that it was a different tooth. She was so upset about it. And so what I said was, Holly, let me just put this into perspective for you. Let's just assume that you are standing in a line next to all the other people. Let's just say women, your age in your, you know, stage of life right now, you're all in a line and you're going to step forward and tell me what the thing is in your life that's causing you the most pain right now, what is it? And the first lady is going to step forward and she's going to say, Oh, my, my son was just, you know, killed by a drunk driver and, and I'm just devastated by it. And, and then she's going to step back and the next person's going to say, I just found out I have an inoperable brain tumor and I'm very, you know, emotionally sad for my family having to deal with this right now. And she's going to step back and then it's going to continue like this and it's going to go on and on. And then we're going to get to you, Holly, and you're going to step forward. And what, and what now, what are you going to say now? What, what is it? And it's just, it, it just clicked for her at that moment. And that putting things into perspective is so important. Uh, you know, taking these problems, taking these situations that, that that life throws at us and putting them into perspective is so important because you can throw in you like my grandma always used to say you can talk yourself into or out of anything and it, it what she was doing was giving this tooth too much credit for her life too much credit uh, for her happiness and it it just it really hit her and at that moment I think she's we both started laughing and I don't remember, we went over and got hot chocolate or something and then came back and opened up the store. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what happened after that, but it was, it was all better. It was, it was just doing that for yourself is very, very important from time to time. So, you know, just put yourself in this line of people. And I know we all have things going on in our lives. I know, um, you know, that, that there, are, that there are tragedies certainly, and there are problems bigger than your weight right now. But if you only think about your weight issue right now and, and how you're struggling with it, just gauge the response of someone if they were to ask you to talk about your weight problem. I mean, put things into perspective. It, don't be so hard on yourself. You know, sometimes things really aren't as bad as they seem. If, if you have a weight problem, if it's a serious weight problem like mine was, being, you know, 140 pounds overweight was a serious weight problem it's still fixable. This is something you can control. This particular piece of your life is fixable. There are so many things that we don't have control over. We just don't have control, but this one, 
this one we do it to a certain extent now there are some people that you know an isolated instance where they really don't have as much control as as the rest of the population does but i'm talking to the general population right now with just general typical weight problems it ranging from five pounds overweight to 200 pounds overweight you can control this you can fix this so that's my main point for this first podcast is to tell you to put things into perspective and don't get carried away with failure with slip-ups or habits and like time restrictions these things are going to happen. You're going to run into some roadblocks. You're going to run into some plateaus, but just don't get pushed down by the details. Don't make the number on that scale define who you are or be the thing that you stress about or, or even the thing that you cry about as you go to sleep. Because I don't know, you know, if, if this has happened with you, but I've certainly shed so many tears over feeling bad about myself, feeling overwhelmed with my task of losing weight, knowing that I've got to do it, but yet being unsure if I can, thinking this is insurmountable. This is something that is huge. I'll never, I'll never get to where I want to get. I'm too far gone now. This is, why why even try? I never get anywhere, you know? Don't, don't do that to yourself. Put things into perspective. Realize that what you have is a golden opportunity to fix yourself, to change things, to get rid of your fat. Just get rid of it. Um, I, I am going to help you. This really will work. I will give you every detail and tip that I have. All you have to do is think about it and, and be willing to start looking at things a little bit differently. Whatever you've tried before did not work. It didn't work. If it did work, you wouldn't have a weight problem right now. It, it just, for whatever reason, did not work for you. So you need to start looking at your weight issues with this different perspective and spend some time thinking about where you want to be weight-wise or health-wise. You know, is it really that you want to weigh what you weighed in high school? Or, or is it just that you want to not have to shop in the plus-size section anymore? You know, figure out where you want to go with this. And put your weight into perspective. Realize that you are taking the first step at making your life better. You've done it. You've already done it. You've just turned on this uh, little podcast and you're listening to me right now. So you have the ability to change your life and you're doing it. So that is awesome. You should feel very proud of yourself. You just did it. You just did first step. You know that they always say the first step is realizing that you've got a problem. You do, and and you know it, and that's great, and it's totally fixable, so you should be excited about it. Um, you know, and, and you, I'd like to hear about it. I mean, I've got an email address. You can email me. Um, the address is wendy at yellatyourfat.com. You can let me know uh, what your story is. Just tell me your story or tell me what you think about the show. Just, just let me know, and I'll set some time aside in each episode to share some of your stories as, as we go along. And also, um, we do have a toll-free number um, set up for Yell at Your Fat, and you can actually call and yell at your fat. And the number that you call is 866-738-0945, extension 704. Just go ahead, and when you dial the number, press 704, and that will connect you to our podcast line. And you can just go ahead and yell at your fat, 
give us some comments about the show. You can sing me a song. And I will play some of your recordings on the show too. So that will be really, really fun. And, and just have fun with it and take it for what it is. It's just, it, it's just a way to release it and release your fr- frustrations without actually targeting yourself. You're just targeting your fat. And that's painless to target your fat, something that's not you. So until next time, make at least one good food choice each day and be proud that you're making this choice to listen to these shows. And just set a simple goal for yourself, like shaving 250 calories from each day. You know, that's just one candy bar or, you know, one muffin, like we said, or just the butter on your baked potato. And you can just shave that 250 calories a day and you will start seeing results. And and we'll go further from this, but just to start out, just think about that. Just think about those 250 calories and shave them and just cut them out of your diet every single day. And you can do this. And if you if you shave more than that, great. And if you shave less than that each day, that's great too. Just just keep moving forward and keep your perspective in check. And don't let the success go to your head or the failure go to your heart, you know. You can do this. Have faith in yourself and you will do this. This is Wendy for Yell at Your Fat. Thanks so much for listening.